Welcome to Ostra Talk, the official podcast of the Herman Ostra School of Dentistry of University of Southern California's online programs. My name is Dr. Glenn Clark, and I am the Assistant Dean of Distance Education. This podcast is devoted to sharing both evidence-based information and our experiences in the fields of oral facial pain, oral medicine, oral pathology, radiology, geriatric dentistry, and even in community health programs. Uh, all of our speakers are experts in the field and will provide listeners with, a, with the most up-to-date information available. Thank you for listening. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, my name is Shiva Hajati, and I'm a pre-dental student at USC studying gerontology at the USC Leonard Davis School of Gerontology. And I'm also pursuing my master's in medical gerontology at the school. And as a student studying gerontology and planning to pursue dentistry, specifically geriatric dentistry, I found great meeting and learning about the interconnections between oral health and aging, especially at the population level. And I truly believe it's important for us future healthcare providers to have a greater understanding and appreciation for treating older adults, as well as recognizing the age-related implications in treating these complex populations. And I was fortunate enough to be given the opportunity to volunteer at the USC Dental Clinic located at Union Rescue Mission on Skid Row and really become part of a community that looks to provide dental services at a population level and make a meaningful impact on people experiencing homelessness. And so we're here today with Dr. Mehdi Mohamedi, the clinical director of the USC Dental Clinic at Union Rescue Mission. And I have some questions I would like to discuss with him more about in regards to the field of geriatric dentistry and his work at Union Rescue Mission. So I want to thank you, Dr. Mehdi, for providing me with this opportunity. And I would like to just start off by asking, what made you in interested in studying and teaching geriatric dentistry? Thank you, Shiva. Well, to answer your first question, throughout my education career in abroad, um, I always felt there was a gap in my knowledge in understanding uh, treating older adults, especially those with complex medical conditions. When I joined USC School of Dentistry as international trained dentist, I believe this was my first uh, opportunity where uh, I was lucky to experience treating older adults. As a matter of fact, my very first patient was a 99-year-old lady whom I fabricated a set of denture. Uh, this lady was wheelchair-bound and had a quite a few medical conditions when I had to learn how to modify my dental treatment to provide the best possible care for her. I think this experience with other similar opportunities forged my interest to pursue geriatric dentistry after graduation. I'm glad uh, I took this decision, and I'm at the moment, uh, I'm also one of the faculty uh, for online geriatric dentistry. Thank you for that, Dr. Mehdi. It's great to hear what got you so motivated to learn more about how to better treat your older adult patients. And especially as a student studying gerontology, we learn a lot about the prevalence of comorbidities or multimorbidities in older adult populations. And I think it's extremely important to see healthcare providers like yourself advocating for this kind of integrated approach to treating these patients by looking more holistically at the patient. And with that, although Union Rescue Mission is not a geriatric clinic, 
I want to ask, why are you at Union Rescue Mission? Well, in URM, our patients are mainly people experiencing homelessness uh, and underserved population. We know that there have been numerous researchers that suggesting older adults experiencing homelessness age faster than general population in the same age category. And in other words, uh, unhoused people in the 50s have been experiencing geriatric conditions. For example, uh, prevalence of memory loss, incidence of fall and functional impairments are quite common among them um, when you compare them to the general population in the, their 70s. I guess the point that I'm making here, our population are mainly suffering from complex medical condition that fit older adults. And I feel my background education will be helpful addressing the dental issues uh, in our clinic at Union Rescue Mission. I'm really glad you brought up this, this growing research on patients in these unhoused communities that are showing to be biologically older than patients in the general population because of hygiene, their lack of access to healthcare facilities, their environment, as well as nutrition and habits, which play a major role in their accelerated aging. And I think we can both agree that regardless of dental specialty, all dentists or dental students would have geriatric patients come into their office or clinics to receive dental care. So this makes me interested to know why these topics and concepts that are so essential in being able to treat geriatric patients are not necessarily part of the curriculum for all dental schools. Well, Shiva, I think you pointed something very important here. Um, yes, there is unfortunately um, lack of adequate uh, studies and material for dental student when it comes in treating geriatric population. Although uh, I can tell you there have been many efforts by different uh, dental associations and dental bodies, uh, such as a special care dentistry, uh, whom uh, I'm one of the members, there, there have been a lot of efforts uh, uh, in terms of advocating about this issue and uh, trying um, to make dental school aware of this problem. And we know there are uh, many dental schools are slowly implementing changes in the curriculum to address this deficiency. Um, in my opinion, in future, we do see uh, the trend is changing in favor of um, adding more concept in and teaching a student how to um, treat older adults in dental school. Yes, I, I definitely agree. There needs to be a greater emphasis of teaching dental students about the importance of treating older adults. And, and I definitely see that also growing in the future. But in terms of your advocacy, I think this ties well into my next question in regards to your extensive involvement in community projects and advocacy for dental public health. Could you tell me a little more about the importance of public health dentistry and if there's any connections to geriatric dentistry that you found especially meaningful throughout your career? Yes. Um, well, there are certain medical conditions that are usually common in older adults, especially people over 85 years and above. Um, some of the conditions like osteoarthritis, 
diabetes, and related mobility disability are very common in this um, group of populations. Well, this condition will increase in prevalence as population ages and become, uh, and as a result, uh, when patients in general, they tend to have less mobility, there are chances to become overweight. That's just for an example. As a result of these changes, you see they become um, considerable public health issues and um, many public health specialists focus to addressing these uh, problems. Considering uh, these conditions that I just mentioned, there are uh, many other disorders like dementia also will fit very well in this matrix. So as you can see, both public health and geriatric uh, medicine or dentistry in general are very connected and are very relevant. Um, I feel lucky that um, in earlier in my career, I was able to study public health. And then later on in my career, when I did uh, my geriatric uh, master, I found a lot of relevance between them. Uh, these two are um, um, in there are many instances that the conditions um, are go side by side. And as a um, public health dentist, I can relate better when it comes to um, uh, dealing some of the issues around geriatric populations. Right. And I think we can both agree a number of systemic conditions and diseases can affect oral health systemically, or even just due to physical inability to maintain appropriate oral hygiene. And I think another important aspect of improving dental public health is the long-term impact it can have on a person's future by giving older adults and disadvantaged individuals a greater sense of confidence through improving their oral appearance, which can ultimately help put their lives back on track. I remember one patient that came back to the clinic with so much excitement and um, was telling us about how ever since they got their teeth fixed, they were able to get a job and can now afford a life outside of the shelter. And that was one of the most eye-opening moments for me in realizing where we can utilize dentistry to bring hope and really change the lives of these patients need. So I think public health dentistry is really where we can make the greatest change in these different communities. Yes, I agree too, Shiva. Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Mehdi. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Shiva. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Ostro Talk. If you want more information about our online programs, please visit our website at ostroon.usc.edu or you can send an email to ostroon at usc.edu. Thank you.